right, welcome to the Sentinel Spectrum. If you're a first time listener, we're just getting started. All right, today we're talking about Trump derangement syndrome with special guest. Yeah, it's a miracle. Dave, AKA. He actually came back. So let's get into it. All right, Sentinel Spectrum with Mr. Iceman himself. That's a new one. <laughs> Dave. Been called a lot King, of things. King David, also known as Iceman. I thought about that. I thought about that last night. I was thinking, I was like, I was like man, that that nickname goes good with with your demeanor, your your temperance, your the way that you are. But anyways, I've been called worse. All right, man. So we was talking about Trump derangement syndrome. You know, I think people should be educated at least on a basic level about basic things. And, uh, what I find with this COVID-19 stuff and, and with, um, whether or not, um, our current president is worthy of love or hate, you know, people are basing it off of hearsay. A lot of the media is, uh, which I think everybody's the media now. And then because of the technology we have available to us and, you know, you got so many people doing podcasts and you got, you know, people doing YouTube channels and all that. I mean, you look at all the social media platforms and everything and just how easy it is to get a webcam, get a, you know, you can do things from your smartphone and all that, that, you know, we're the media, we're the new media. So, I mean, why do I need the media to tell me anything? I don't. I really don't need them anymore to continue to always be fighting against what I know to be true. So, but, but I mean, you tell me, man. Trump derangement syndrome. Have you not recognized that some people are deranged? You know, they 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 act funny at the mere mention of the name President Trump. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be him. It could be any of his family. Just the word Trump, period. Well, ah, you know, they just start acting crazy. Uh, he's He adds a lot of it. He, d- he doesn't help his case. I'll say that much. But yes, uh, unfortunately, that's the world we live in. People take something and run with it, go too far with it. Both sides of it, either... You know, 100% against them or you're 100% for them. It doesn't seem like there's too much of a middle ground. So. Well, here's the thing about that, man. I don't really consider myself in love with him. I don't have romantic feelings uh, for uh, a man like Ed anyways. <laughs> you got to resist those those kinds of thoughts, man. <laughs> but uh, at least that's my philosophy. Uh, I feel like I'm not extreme. I'm not, ex- I'm especially not extremely in love with a lot of politicians. And as far as, um, you, you know, some of our current president's attitudes about certain things uh, obviously would be different from mine because me and him are polar opposites when it comes to, uh, you know, kind of like our income uh, status, for example. So there, there's some, there's some aspects of, of, of him as a man that I don't relate to, but I mean, and I'm not, so like I said, I'm not in love with him, but 
I, I do believe he's more honorable than the alternative. And yet, when I merely mention one positive thing about him, some people, like, they assume I'm in love with him like so many other people. I don't look at it like it. I look at it like I don't find, I have not found. Nobody's really given me a reasonable explanation. Like they come up with things, they say things, but then nobody has really shown me like something that is substantial for me to understand, just to understand why they hate him so much. I can understand you just saying, yeah, I don't like him. No, I didn't vote for him. But you tell me, Dave, you was trying to tell me earlier, well, you said you voted for him, but then then you was like, well, but then, so what was that about? Well, you said you voted for him, but what, now well, now what? You, you, you regret it? Uh, I wouldn't say I regret it. I, I said in the beginning... Personal, my personal opinion before, you know, he was even elected that I feel I, I like the fact that he wasn't a politician. I don't have a lot of love for the politicians. I feel like, you know, you watch um, the debates and, you know, all the advertisements before, you know, they're they're elected. And I, it seems like all they do is dog on each other. They spend more time and money on their campaign uh, bringing down the other candidate than they do talking about the good they can do. My hope was, and my feelings were that maybe he can, and this was before, I didn't know a lot about him. Uh, didn't know he had his bankruptcies and all that, but I felt like he was successful enough. Maybe he can do what's best for the country in terms of bringing jobs and you know, obviously employ make employment better. People are working and then help the economy that way. But I feel like he needed a mouthpiece. It's if he were the type to just do stuff behind the scenes and then have somebody speak for him, because to me, he seems very arrogant. I respect confidence, but I hate arrogance. And he just seems like he's very full of himself. Now, the only social media platform I use right now is Twitter. And it got to the point where I unfollowed Trump because it just seems like he, he's just constantly bragging on himself and this and that. And I don't feel like, again, I feel like that's, he's too over, he's overconfident, I think. So I, I it just got to the point that it, that it kind of annoyed me. And I feel like that's what brings a lot of the heat against him. So, I mean, you said you unfollowed the president on Twitter because you feel like he's just full of himself. I just, but here's my question though, man, this here's the main thing. The what I just said this earlier that I don't relate with him because of his, his economic status, you know, his great wealth that he has amassed. He's lost it and regained it back somehow. And, and people bring up his business dealings and all that. And I'm, and I'm, I'm looking at it like I've never been in a position to file bankruptcy because I've, I've never, you know, to me, I just, it's just a whole different thing. The way that a businessman may see it is that he's just playing a game like monopoly. And when it, you know, when a business, I mean, that's the reason why some businesses file differently is so that, you know, the responsibility 
the um, the liability of such business losses you know is minimized and taken off of the personal assets of a person so i mean you know it, it i don't look at it like it's as negative when someone starts a business and maybe it doesn't do so well and then they want to file for bankruptcy and and I don't know man I don't really agree with bankruptcy in the first place cuz I don't know all the laws and all that I've never had to deal with it but I guess my perception is is you know he obviously knows something about what he's doing you know being able to amass billions of dollars uh being able to build hotels and do this and do that or whatever you know I I mean man here's here's my thing what I think Trump derangement syndrome is, is just like what I see in my own life, is that I've got I've had people, including my ex-wife, accuse me of things or try to paint me a certain way, and it's like, how would you rather me be? Would you rather that I be someone different? Because if... You assume that you know the definition of humility, Dave, but you don't understand what the Lord, how the Lord perceives it, but you just go by your own judgment, then you could be wrong about Trump because if he's doing the will of the Lord, let's say that even if he doesn't know it, the Bible says that the Lord turns the, the heart of the king whatever which way he wants it to go. And when you when he has made it a point, and I recorded this, I'll make sure that I uh, post the clip. And uh, you know, really, it boils down to the fact that none of us are perfect, man. And you may not yield yourself completely to the Lord. And without you knowing it, the Lord could still use you if he wanted to. And as a man goes through life, you know, we, we go through processes sometimes for a reason. You know, if you ever want to qualify to be a firefighter, there's certain qualifications or certain physical aspects of it you need to be able to do in order to save somebody's life. You know, it's, it's a requirement. They make it a requirement. There's certain standards. So the business standard of the Trump family is obvious. It should be obvious that they at least know how to run a very large business. And when his when he is telling people that he's for them. But I'd like to do it because I want to give money to the people. I want to put money into the people's hands. They want to put money into politicians' hands so that the politicians don't look stupid. And even, and, and like I said with that clip, is that he just pretty much lays it out. That look, he is trying to get the American people money. And you've got Democrats, you've got liberals out here trying to hold it up. Because really all they're trying to do is just cover for those who they're in league with, which, you know, they're just trying to make it, you know, what, what Trump said was, you know, they're just trying to make it seem like, them, you know, trying to reassure that their people, their own people aren't going to look stupid. You know, there's a whole lot going on right now with this COVID-19 hoax 
and all that's so why I'm gonna start calling it that because that's exactly the way I perceive it. Is that when you when you got so much media attention going towards one man, it's completely off of other things. So I mean, so again, like you 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 say, Dave, that someone is arrogant or full of themselves. And I look at it like I could agree with you. There's a there's a point where I've, I've heard Trump say things like so-and-so's a loser or this or that. And it just reminds me of how I grew up, my status in high school, my, my uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, really, if they would have voted on this, I don't think they did because I would have been the guy. But if they would have voted the least likely to succeed, I probably would have won that. I probably would have got all those votes. I probably would have had my pitch. You know, I don't know. They obviously they didn't do that, but I mean, I would have been that guy. And even, even now, 38 years, I'm still that guy. And a lot of people's mind that my friends, family, whatever, but I don't care because I have made it a point to lay up my treasures in heaven. I made it a point to say, I'm, I'm in the process where the Lord's trying to mold me and shape me and use me for his purposes. And that takes a lot of faith to go against this culture that's like a microwave, instant pleasure, you know, pop a Viagra, go do your go do your thing because you know everybody people, you know, really just don't perceive things based on eternity in the kingdom of God. And yet when you have prophets literally saying that the Lord chose Trump and made sure that that he caused him to have favor in our hearts, that favor in our minds, so that way he would do certain things. And, and some people would say the same thing about former President Obama. And I'm not, you know, look, I was not deranged about Obama. I didn't go around and everybody, every time somebody had said his name, I didn't want to fight somebody. I've literally been around people at my job that, that seemed like they just started hating me as soon as they thought I was a Trump supporter. I mean, I literally lost my job over it. Yeah, it you, was it was a literal thing I went through. <laughs> but there are people who did do that and are doing that. Nah, man, I don't I don't see it as nearly as bad. Uh, it may, I mean, it was. It, you're not going to see it as bad now because Obama's not in office anymore. Trump's now the guy, you know, and that's the thing with Trump, you know, that I have the issue with. It's like I said, I don't want somebody leading that's going to just spend so much time and effort into tearing into other people you know i don't think that's what he's doing i mean like it's, it's the comments though it's like you know having a conversation with my kids my stepsons that you know just because you can do you know say something or do something doesn't mean you have to like you're literally bringing that unwanted attention to yourself well, that's the job of a politician. I mean, they have to maintain some type of persona, like, some type of attention. That's public relations one on one, man. The thing, though, like, and I, you know, I pulled up a tweet from him from a day ago. It said the biggest difference between the presidential race in 2020 and that of 2016 and the 2016 candidate, crooked Hillary Clinton, was much smarter and sharper than Slow Joe. So he's name calling, and I don't see when you're, and, and I know, I get it. It's petty. It's little things. I'm not hating the man. I'm certainly not, you know, doing deranged. I, you know, I still hope the best and, you know, that he'll do the best. But to me, that petty little stuff 
isn't necessary, particularly in your position. You're running the country of the United States. You know, that's why I said I don't I, I, I don't think he needs if he didn't have Twitter, I'd probably like him more for the, that fact. It's it's I just don't think it's necessary in his position. I want to see the differences that he can make, you know, to make America great again or, you know, just do the positive things to help people out in this country. So, so did you but, hear that he just recently, again, donated his entire salary, $400,000 yeah. to the National Park Service? Yeah, I got it right in front of me. I see that. Now, again, I'm not saying that, that that's, that's why I'm not jumping on the Trump hate bandwagon. I know he does good things and uh, I respect and appreciate that. But I mean, it doesn't mean that the... I'm not going to, I don't see flaws in them. So like I said, oh, to no, me, see, so, this, is, this is where I'm coming from with this. this. See, this is what I've been trying to say. It's not that I don't see flaws in a man because obviously uh, we all have flaws, but, but it's funny how that sometimes we strain at a gnat and swallow a camel. Well, you know, you, I'm just kind of responding to you. What you asked me though, in terms of why my opinion of him changed since uh, you know, his being elected. And that's, it's that it's not just the one comment where he's dragging people, you know, throwing their names out there and being negative towards him. It's, he's been doing this a long time. He did this before. And like, but I mean, at the same time, that's what's going to, you don't need to say or do anything. People are going to find a reason not to like you. You know, once one, two people say something in the ball, you know, everybody's going to jump on board. He's an easy target for them. But then he doesn't help his case by saying the things he says. So if he's, I, I respect the fact that he's not, that he's donating his, his uh, salary as president, uh, you know, but at the same time, I could do without a lot of the things he says or just kind of, you know, patting his own back, so to speak. So but I still, you know, I don't know where I sit yet. With the next election, um, I just, you know, I'm going to keep listening to what they have to say and seeing what they have to offer and all that stuff. But I just, yeah, my opinion of him has changed a little bit, but I'm still not on board with this Trump derangement. I'm still not going to attack him. I feel like most people around me are against him and always either always have been or, or are now. So, um, but I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinions well i mean i can understand someone not preferring to give honor to someone but there's a difference between being on a an offensive that some people be they they don't they don't just say no nah, i didn't vote for him no nah, i don't really like him no they go no i mean I, we're talking about groups of people it's been in the news ever since he's been elected that you have some folk not going to mention names or a particular way to describe them. I'm just, cause I'm not trying to go there, but I will say that to, for a mob or a group of people to beat somebody up because they're wearing a MAGA hat. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that don't even make no sense to me, man. That, that's the country we living in. And then you got judges out here that would be like, well, if you dare defend yourself, you're you're the one that's wrong. I, I feel like, though, there was, like I said, it, it's not just a Trump thing. That is sick. And 
I, you know, anybody who attacks anybody for that reason, uh, certainly deserves punishment, you know, jail, fines, whatever. But like I said, I, I know that with Obama, you had pretty much the same thing. It, it may not have been, uh, and maybe it was just me not paying attention, uh, as much, but, uh, may not have been as bad or as noticeable as with Trump. But again, I think that's where Trump, he's a whole different person in, you know, in terms of uh, compared to Obama, I think I loved, that's the thing with Obama that I really liked was that family, um, presence you know he had uh seemed like he and his wife you know a lot of respect for each other and and for the kids and very family oriented and i liked that picture particularly for our country well most politicians are going to paint that picture for you like i said public relations 101 oh yeah but most i see that doesn't seem to be a thing for trump and i think that's where a lot of trump i i i I think Trump... He's got a pretty big family. He does. And I, I don't doubt, and you know, particularly right now with the loss of his brother, uh, I'm sure he's a good family man. But at the same time, like, I don't think you can compare it to the appearance that Obama had. So... Uh, appearance? Yeah. Well, that's a big part of it. Like, again, you think of it from an outsider's perspective. Like I said, if, if you see the things that Trump is doing, then, uh, you know, the good he's doing and you look at that. But I, I mean, you can't not look at the, the negative stuff, too. So, Well, I mean, the, some of the things that you're saying is a negative. I'm looking at it like it's just a minor thing, but it's coming out now that former President Obama and his administration and even those in the FBI have been proven to have spied on the Trump campaign. And that's just what we know about at the moment. And, you know, yet I've heard prophets say that Obama was going to prison. I mean, you know, same guys that uh, that uh, that that was saying before, before Trump ever became president, or even started, or even announced that he was running before I ever knew he was even a uh, an option. I guess. I mean, they, I'm, I've seen videos from as far back as 2007 from a, what was it? A prophet named Kim Clement. You can look him up on YouTube. I'm telling you, man. I. I don't know, man. There's a point where, like, yeah, I'm still a little skeptical sometimes. But when a guy years before is saying that the Lord's going to do this or going to do that, and it actually comes to pass, you got to wonder, man. I mean, you know, why would the Lord or why would the Bible ever mention anything about prophets if they wasn't real? You know, and I mean... When they're saying things, and especially when, you know, I remember when the guy was saying it two, three years ago, and then now, you know, it's coming out. Like, it's starting to unravel to where, like, we understand, you know, it's just like you said, the persona that Obama and his family projected, you know, was textbook public relations for someone that wanted a, uh, you know, a high office in the government. You know, and, and then, but when you look into people and what they are affiliated with, 
then that matters so much more. When you go a little deeper, it ain't about no persona. It's not about, you know, saying that, well, you know, he says he's uh, this religion or that religion or he's this. Look, man, I can care less about certain aspects, these minor things that people want to, you know, they just want to overlook the obvious of, of people sometimes because people wanted a black president. People wanted a cool president. Former President Obama got up on the Ellen DeGeneres show and shook his booty, you know, because he's Mr. Cool. And, you know, he, he, he's, he, you know, he, he's a, he's a suave character, but if the dude committed treason, then he needs to be held accountable. And yet you got some of these people that want to nitpick at every little thing that Trump says and does, every little attitude, every this and that or whatever. And we need to look at ourselves as Americans, man, for real. It's like when someone has a passion for their country, I don't care if they're perfect, but they got to be a whole lot better when they really prove over time that they are trying to do what is right, what needs to be done, when their perception is higher than yours and you can't accept it because some people are more intelligent than us. You know, it's been rumored and I've read about it. I was just looking at Wikipedia and it says John G. Trump. I think, isn't that who just passed away? I believe it was. Can you look it up for me? Cause I'm looking, I'm trying to read this. So I'm like, um, okay. What? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think it's the same dude. Um, it's still a Trump. I think it was Trump's uncle. John George Trump. Okay. So it says he was an American electrical engineer, inventor, and physicist, a professor at the Massachusetts Institute of technology. Wow. MIT from 1936 to 1973 was a recipient of the National Medal of Science and a member of the National Academy of Engineering. John Trump was noted for developing rotational radiation therapy. So he was the uncle of President Trump. So he developed one of the first million volt X-ray generators. So I've heard and I've seen, I've, I mean, I watched a documentary about Tesla, Nikolai Tesla, and how the, the Trump family somehow is associated with Nikolai Tesla. Nikolai Tesla died supposedly alone in a New York City hotel. And then his, his um, personal chest full of his research or something like was taken um and i guess the government went through it or whatever supposedly and they took it to like i don't know some european country i forgot like i don't know i don't remember but uh so anyways what i'm saying the reason why i'm saying all this is because the this guy the some of these prophets are, are saying things like you know in trump's second term for one they're saying he's gonna get reelected. For two, they're they're saying that supposedly there's going to be new technology that's revealed that's going to be so awesome that we're going to be able to pay off our national debt. 
that we're going to have a period of prosperity like we haven't seen. And yet you still have, and I had to be corrected by the Lord about this doom and gloom kind of ideology that I've had, you know, in times past, you know, I believe there's a time and a place for everything. I believe sometimes like, you know, just like with your kids, sometimes they need a little discipline. And I'm not going to go into that, but you know, sometimes a kid needs to be dealt with when they want to get, you know, mouthy, rebellious, whatever. If you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. But I mean, when you have authority in the kingdom of God, someone's opinion about your attitude, your arrogance, your confidence, you know, your, your strength, your, your drawing the grace of God in your faith being operational in the role that the Lord wants you to be in. Whether you're a janitor, work at a warehouse, or and all the way up to the president, man, there's a lot of roles in this society, man. And like, we need people, regardless of how high or low they are, to just love America again. I can't stand the, 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 the mere thought, man, that like, that the Lord has warned us time and time again, over thousands of years, people have had access to scriptures, man. And yet he says that if we humble ourselves and pray, then he will heal our land. But there's a point where he, that's a if, I if. So, I mean, if you, you're not perfect, Dave, I'm not perfect. If you only knew, see, this is what I'm saying. The same stuff you're saying about Trump. If you only knew some of the things I've said and done in my lifetime, you probably wouldn't want to come back around me, man. I mean, I'm just saying that I would hope that you could find grace in your heart, man, to like understand that we all can say and do things that maybe aren't right or maybe can come off as somebody you 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 know i know i understand I've, I've been there man where i had that mentality like anybody that was rich anybody that like you know walked past me that seemed to be overly confident like i just kind of don't like it the bible says the lord hates a proud look but coming back to the point that you're talking about a man that is probably one of the most powerful men on the face of the earth i think he's handling it well i think he was groomed for it that's just my opinion. But I mean, when President Reagan, I actually got a couple of his books, uh, and one of them, he, he, I'm talking about Trump, described his meeting with President Ronald Reagan back in the early 80s. And I guess Reagan had said that he felt like that he was meeting the president. Reagan said that about Trump. People used to love Trump. Celebrities, powerful people, whatever. People wanted to know him. People wanted to be around him. You know, whatever. I had never seen such a flip-flop when it comes to public persona until he started running for president. And then it's just like all of a sudden all these, all these celebrities started coming out against him. And, and it's got so bad where, like, like I said, I've come across people that just hate him. 
I mean, like, hate him, hate him. Like, I don't mean just, like, dis dislike. And then yet I've seen it in my own life or even my own family. Just because I became a Christian, my own dad at one point was hating me, was what some people would call persecuting me, was making, trying to make me, put pressure on me, trying to make me feel like I was crazy because I quit partying and I quit living wildly and I, you know, I quit, I quit things and I started trying to clean up my life and it's like, you would think he would be happy for me or something. But I mean, I have seen it for myself how that when you are walking in faith, you're walking, you're trying to find, and you know, by scripture, you know, with your relationship with the Lord that you're walking in truth. When you're trying not to walk in any kind of sin, when you're trying to do good things, people w will do you just like they did Jesus. And they'll just try to find anything and everything that they can about you that they don't like or something that's wrong. And maybe you haven't dealt with that, man. I don't know. You tell me. Like I said, it, <laughs> you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah. You ever you ever uh, just had people just nitpick at you, Dave? Well, I mean, yeah, and and again, that's human nature, and that's why I, again, I'm not coming down on him. I'm not going to social media and dragging his name in the mud. I'm not, you know, attacking he or his family, uh, uh, which you know, oddly enough, after hearing about. His brother's passing part of me wanted to get online, you know, hope for humanity that even those who don't like him are showing some love because, you know, we've all lost family members. So it doesn't matter who you are or how much you hate somebody, you still don't want to see it. But I would be willing to bet that a majority of comments, particularly on social media or whatever, are probably negative. But um, so, I mean, you tell me, man, like, why is it that in America, a place where we're supposed to be so free and all this that not only do we see our freedoms being taken away, but we see so much hatred for one another. I mean, I got to fight it every day. I, I've noticed what it, what it's like to deny myself and deny my upbringing and deny certain aspects of the, the natural immediate response to people, you know, um, uh, in certain uh, circumstances, certain situations, um, where I got to tell myself, Jesus said, Jesus said this, Jesus said that Jesus said, love your enemies, but I'm having trouble just loving, you know, just some, just average people, you know, in other words, I mean, dude, I mean, why is it that we hate somebody so easily and we can't just bring ourselves to a place where we just dumb it down, you know, a few notches. And understand that, you know, there's a whole lot bigger fr fishes that we could be frying up. You know, my last podcast episode, I was talking about aliens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess you didn't, I guess you yeah, didn't listen to it yet. But, uh, I wish you was there, man. Um, but man, I mean, I, I pretty much try to make the case for the fact that, you know, you know, just what if. If there was aliens and they did want to attack us, they probably wouldn't have too much uh, uh, trouble taking, you know, destroying us because we're we're divided. If if you know, even if it had nothing to do with aliens, it was just um, 
you know, some foreign country somewhere, some other superpower in the world. I mean, to me, it's just like, it's by the mercy of God that, that he ain't allowed us to be destroyed because we, we're, we're so silly, you know, that we're, we're fighting amongst each other and we don't even realize we got enemies. I mean, we were not supposed to be each other's enemies. I mean, you know, this whole thing with uh, people wanting to claim, you know, we are the world, uh, you know, that mentality of where let's hold hands and sing songs and let's all be one and all that. That 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 was originally an American concept. I mean, really, you look at it, man, the world is not too accepting of certain people, mainly Christians and Jews and anybody else that they deem as a, as a threat to their uh, agenda. When you look at the global um, agenda of superpowers and people sitting in very high seats in this world, when you actually do the research, and I challenge anybody here to do your research, because that's really, I mean, we have no excuse these days, man. I mean, people, you know, a couple hundred years ago didn't, didn't have what we got. They, we, you know, there's, we can do so much, man, with what we got, but it's like when we're over here nitpicking at a, at a president, a sitting president that gives away his whole salary and has done so since he's been in office, um, to different causes, you know, things that he don't, he don't have to do that. Um, but when he's, he is attempting to steer us the right direction we should be able to see that because obviously we're not educated we're not we're not seeing what's going on the media is always trying to sway us one way or another and i mean say what facts and i think that's a big big issue is the media and even social media it just you know like you said i think and i'll I'll be guilty of it however like you and i have talked about i'm not going to sit there and say something is factual without looking it up just because I read it online or I heard it. But the media is certainly, I think one of the primary issues because they're going to steer you to hear what you want or what they want you to hear and, and not necessarily all the uh, facts, but, uh, or, you know, leave out information and this and that. And it can be for Trump or against him in that case, or, you know, whichever way you look at it. So that's, it, I agree with you. It is very important to do your own research with anything. Um, but I mean, I feel like it's, it's unfortunate that we we are at this. And I was actually thinking about it earlier on my way here about how I feel like when certain events happened, the country came together and in the media, they showed a lot of videos and stories of, of people, uh, all different races and religions coming together uh, as one, but I feel like now when a lot of these events happen, it's not the same. You don't see as much positivity and people coming together. It's still, you know, a lot, too much negativity, uh, too many bad things happening still. And, uh, you know, it's hard to say what the reasoning for that is, you know, is it a generational thing? Is it, uh, lack of, you know, for us being God fearing men, you know, certainly believe that, um, the enemy is, it's a good and a bad, it's a, a good and evil type thing. So 
So you're trying to say that you believe that there's this cosmic war going on that sometimes is very invisible. Like we, you know, everybody can't see it. And, uh, you just think that the, maybe it's possible that if there is a real devil and, and he has a real kingdom of darkness and all that, that, uh, he's uh, waging war against Trump because, you know, he's afraid of what, what he might do. Uh, I don't have a real, I, I think it's just, I mean, I, I don't, I could see him see, you know, the devil, he could be attacking Trump. He could be attacking them, you know, other people and, and painting Trump to be the bad. It's hard to say. I do certainly do believe there's something beyond what we see and that there is a good and an evil. Uh, unfortunately, you know, like everybody's going to see things differently. So that, that, you know, Sorry, I got a text here. I got to pick up the kid. Um, yeah, I don't know. Man. It's it's a lot to think about, and it's unfortunate because you know, like I said, the the things with Trump that I've brought up are just little nitpicky things that aren't. They might change my opinion of them, but not enough to, you know, completely go on the side where I'm anti-Trump. I'm going to protest and and do this and that. But again, for a lot of people. They don't need that. They they already have their mindset on them. Well, man, uh, thanks for coming back, man. I know that uh, it's not always an easy thing to break away from the family to do anything else. Uh, you know, when you're a dedicated family family man like yourself, um, I was there at one time. I mean, it's been a while. I mean, you know, I still kind of I have some obligations. But um, I'm trying to make it a point, man, to try to have the right people um, help me to uh, weigh these issues. Because, I mean, really, man, I, I, I uh, try to balance things out in different ways. One of them being with the Bible, one of them being with like trying to have good conversations with people that are willing to have the patience to hear me out or me hear you out, whatever. And, uh, you know, to me, it's like, I don't have to agree with everything you say or everything you feel because, you know, if you're not thinking factually, but you think you are, then you're going to make decisions and you're going to say things based on what you believe. And you, and you just said it like, you know, the idea of facts versus opinions is really one of the main issues that I see in the media. It's one of the main issues surrounding the president. It's one of the main things that I, I notice these days. You think grown men and grown women wouldn't have such a problem with being able to determine what's a fact and what's just your opinion or what's something that, well, that's not necessarily proven, you know, but to me, people, when they already have a predetermined leaning towards, uh, you know, a feeling or an idea, they'll usually try to seek out, um, that which will solidify or validate more, you know, their opinion or their feeling or whatever about somebody, you know, and to me, you know, I understand how I could be biased. But I'd re much rather be biased, leaning the right direction, um, because I really don't believe that you can be completely balanced in all ways. Yeah, I don't believe that you can. I mean, it's just like the whole issue of Republicans and Democrats. I mean, I don't really like 
labeling myself as anything, but I'm a man and, you know, and I, I care about the land that I was born in, you know, and I really don't want my freedoms and my rights taken away. I mean, I, I don't want anybody else to have to, um, suffer loss of rights and freedoms and things that we have enjoyed for so long. So to me, it's like, you know, we need to keep trying to talk peacefully and weigh issues out with one another, whether it's in the highest courts of the land or whether it's just a couple guys like ourselves getting together for a podcast. I mean, I mean, due to, you know, I'd really appreciate uh, you to come back again sometime. Um, Cause I really don't feel like we barely scratched the surface of what we're capable of uh, clearing up. I mean, you know, I, I believe we could clear up some more, matters but anyways man so i think i've diagnosed you with something other than trump drains of syndrome <laughs> i don't think you have that but i think maybe you do have ice in your veins fair enough that's the ice man thing that's what i need though man because i'm i'm like fiery sometimes so i need i i need you to wait balance me out fire and ice you know what i'm saying there you go i think you just got your name for your podcast if you needed to change no sorry i gotta go like it no no actually yeah sorry i got a little yeah like getting my my the balance of life and adding this i I did enjoy this and i like i appreciate you having me but uh i'll get my my balance down yeah, man. I, I think that's important to be able to have the kind this dialogue, to be able to have these, you know, because clearly we're, I don't say clearly, we're on the different sides of it. Because again, I don't, I still support a lot of what Trump does. I think I'm, I think I'm one of those people that's in the middle. So that's, maybe that's why his uh, antics on Twitter or the things he says kind of bug me more than they would you. I don't discredit him from the, the things, the positive things he's doing, but it kind of, enough to to bug me because i think like i said i'm right there in the middle with him but it's nice to be able to have conversations you know we don't all want to have the same opinion uh of everything it's nice to be able to have the conversation without there being you know the the arguments or getting personal just being able to talk like like men like we're doing and to have this outlet for others to hear and, and you know their opinions on it may not be that of ours so it's 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 nice to, to have yeah yeah kind of gives you hope too because again you see so much negativity in terms of i'm on this side or no you're wrong i'm on this side no <laughs> just because you're not on the same side doesn't mean you can't still discuss it yeah. All right, man, I'll let you go. I know you, I know you got something to do, man. I'm going to get in trouble if I don't get moving. <laughs>